Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Live from New York, it's the show that's starting the game with an onside kick. It's first things first. Today, the Cowboys roll. Brews update on SBOB. Super Bowl or bust. Meanwhile, wow, what a performance. Mac Jones throws for three touchdowns and over 300 yards as the Patriots gut out a moral victory in Foxborough. And finally, Patrick Peterson and Nick Wright both talk trash, both take L's. Has Brock Purdy silenced all of his doubters? Uh-oh. Welcome to the show. Alongside fellow Iowa Iowa, Iowa Mafia. Iowa Mafia. And you got to say it with your chest. Well, Iowa not, Mafia. I'm not a member. I'm just an observer. I'm yeah. Kevin Wilds. I'm Chris Bussard. Nick, yeah. do you want to apologize to Brock Purdy? No. Apologize? Oh, yeah. apologize to America for giving them Steelers plus two and a half. That one wasn't so good. No. Brock Purdy, though, not so much. We'll discuss. What's he got we'll to discuss. do? We just, my God. He's winning. We start with the Cowboys' demolition of the Giants. 40 to nothing. Cowboys defense slash special teams had two interceptions, a fumble recovery, two touchdowns, and seven sacks. Here's Micah Parsons. I think it just all started with the offseason and camp. Everyone came in with a, a preparation, a mindset that we was going to dominate. Um, we know that these games depend on us, and I think uh, we really vowed it, keyed in, um, honed in this week. And we did. We prepared to the max, and we was ready for our opponent. We just got to keep that going. I think we're making a statement, which I've been trying to make. We're the best defense in the National Football League. Mm. Okay. So are the Cowboys that good, or were the Giants that bad? Well, Wilds, I'm going to give my favorite, your favorite answer. Don't of say mine. it. No, the we, answer don't is say it. both. Oh my God. The Cowboys are that good, <laughs> and the Giants very well may be that bad. Let me start on the Cowboys, the team that I picked to go to the Super Bowl for the reason of they're going to have the best defense in football. They can just send wave after wave of guys at you. And if you single block Micah Parsons, you're cooked. And if you double team him, as the Giants found out last night, you might also be cooked. They double teamed Micah Parsons 14 times last night. The Cowboys generated 10 pressures and 5 sacks when he was double teamed. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, I guess we have to single team him. But then you have the best defensive player in the sport going after you. And they have Trayvon digs in the secondary Mm -hmm. and they added Stephon Gilmore whose device was greatly overstated by many and so they have all of that going for them on defense on offense they didn't even have to do anything last night but we know they have a quarterback who has been the quarterback in the number one offense in football at different points of his crew a quarterback who had a brilliant playoff game a few months ago in the calendar year 2023 that's why the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC that's why I picked them to win the NFC now Now to the Giants' side of the coin, 
This is a franchise that, in short order, will be in somewhat of disarray because they made a critical error this offseason. They could have franchise tagged Daniel Jones and gave him a one-year play-adult football tryout. Instead, they, they wanted to franchise tag Saquon, extend Daniel Jones. Now they're tied to a quarterback who, one minute into their season, the broadcast is saying, well, they know they have to get at least 70 yards rushing from Daniel Jones to have a chance. <laughs> one minute into the year, <laughs> when things were going threat. well, when things were going well. Is he a the, yes, and, he's and, like Lamar. When, before it all went to hell with the <laughs> blocked field goal, Collinsworth and Tariko were all over themselves about how well Daniel Jones was playing. He had zero yards passing. Well, That's their guy, which is why, and Brew, I hate to do this, but before even we hear from Chris Broussard or Kevin Wilds, let's hear from the person America really wants to hear from. Live via Skype in Minnesota, Greg <laughs> oh Jennings, author of Daniel Jones is Better Than the Prince and Daniel Jones is Better Than Dak Prescott. One question for you, Greg Jennings. Who was the better quarterback last night? Look, it's simple. I mean, Dak, if you want to say he was the better quarterback last night, he was the better quarterback. Thank you so much, Greg Jennings. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you for taking the time live from Minnesota. Greg, we will see you next week. Absolutely. That's all I needed to hear. So go right ahead, bro. Well, look, Greg Jennings, and and I'm sure the reason you had him on was because – he has said Daniel Jones is a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. And he's been saying that since last year. Now, what I saw last night, Daniel Jones might be a top 10 running back. <laughs> all right? Like, he what ran you- the ball well for the first two minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. But after, he is not a top 10 quarterback. And the only running he did last night was for his life. Who do you want? So, what's, what's he, is he supposed to block Micah Parsons? No, but I'm five you, minutes on how Micah Parsons So, are you saying it's on the board that he's a top 10 quarterback? It's on the board if he can get on someone to protect. Board, who do you board? want? Who would succeed behind that line last night? Oh, Name any quarterback in the history of the NFL. left tackle. Name you, any quarterback I, I in the history that. of the NFL that would succeed he behind that line. He hasn't done a thing to warrant being in a, anybody's top 10. That's oh all gosh. we're saying. Huh. I'm not saying I expected wonders last night. I'm just saying the dude is mediocre. It's a divisional game, and they were at home, and they made the playoffs last year, and they got they got beaten away. No team has ever gotten beat on opening weekend. They in, in every facet they facet they got ruined. And Dable, you could see it midway through the first quarter. He was in shan- and I think Dable's excellent, but he could see that the downpour was coming in a way. Your Patriots also down sixteen nothing. They, well, they, they had a and Dable does have things to answer for because yes. his team wasn't prepared. No. I mean, initially, it was interesting because, again, the first few minutes with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley running the ball, they marched right down the field. And then it just went south like a play or two before the fe- the uh, field goal attempt yeah. that was blocked. From there, it was all downhill. It was a hill. false start that got him that out of the it. thing. It's third and two, so a false start. You can't run. So now you got to pass him third and seven. Apart. He gets sacked, and then and the field goal's apart. blocked, and it falls apart. But to answer your question, Wilds, because at that point, Nick, I, I was getting – when they were marching – I was getting my F game take ready. Oh, you were? I was all, I was like, this is the Cowboys. They're marching right up down, up the field on you. But then they righted the ship, obviously, to say the least. Nick is, is right in that. The, that it's kind of both in that the Cowboys, they're not that good. I mean, who is that good? It wouldn't even be a 
competition if they were that good, 40 to over a team that made the playoffs last year. And the Jet, the Giants aren't that bad where, I mean, they wouldn't win a game if they played like that all season. But if I have to pick one, I'm going to lean toward the Giants. I agree. Okay? Because obviously we know the Cowboys are legit contenders. But the Giants, after the 6-1 and one start, and I'm thinking when I look at the way it played out, okay, teams saw what they're doing, figured them out, because you know how they've played since the 6-1 and one start? 4-8-1. and one. That's including last year's playoffs when they actually won a game. Yeah. All right? So 4-8-1 and one since last year's 6-1 and one start. I mean, that's, that's 13 games. That's a nice sample size. They are not a very good team. You know, I picked them to finish last in the NFC East, and that's what they looked like last night. Highest pressure rate, single game the last four years. It was the Colts against the Titans, it was the Jets against the Dolphins, and it was last night, Cowboys and Giants, 62%. Now, I don't want to bring this to Patrick Mahomes, but when Patrick Mahomes got pressured by the Bucs, we gave Patrick Mahomes a full pass on that because Patrick Mahomes... You don't think he's earned that? He had already had. Daniel Jones. But when a, when you're under that much duress, there's yeah. nothing you can do. So, so I, all of a sudden, like Daniel, it's Daniel Jones' fault because it's hike. No, but hold on. That's like ah, Daniel Jones. Hold stinks. on. Can I? No, but we also saw the game. The passes that he was able to throw were off target. One of the reasons the Cowboys were able to attack the way they were was because they were not afraid of him beating them down the field. There was there. You are correct that every quarterback is not held to the exact same standard in every game. We're going to talk about Joe Burrow here in a bit. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of quarterbacks in this league that if in week one of the season they threw for 80 yards on 30 passes, we would be yeah. saying there's a quarterback controversy. We're not doing Doing that to Joe Burrow because he has earned the benefit of the doubt. Just the way in the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes, right. we did say it was about the pass rush, not about Mahomes not coming through. But for the Giants, the the over the Giants were a team. Everyone liked the coach. Everyone thought they improved the roster in the offseason. They're a young-ish team, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. They made the playoffs last mm-hmm. year. Yet. They were underdogs to make the playoffs this year. Why? Because people didn't believe in the quarterback. Whether or not he could actually throw the ball consistently down the field. And in well, the first and game, Nick, they have not given him the weapons at receiver. Well, to they, me, they're LeBron only James really good weapons. I don't know if you Well, heard no, LeBron. that's that's their only decent. Yeah, I when, yeah. When he compared him to LeBron yeah, James, right? Darren but their only real Waller is their only real weapon as far as a receiver. Yeah. No, I mean as a receiver. Sure. And so that's a problem too. A mediocre quarterback needs great weapons. I disagree with both of you. Wow. Well, you think the Giants are the defender be fine? of mediocre quarterbacks? That's that's I, No, because I think the offensive line is obviously an absolute mess. But I think putting it on Daniel Jones is no, just. No, I mean, he was just uh, one of many things. That I was also wrong. grinding the all 22. So uh, once Coach comes out here, we're going to teach you guys yeah. some stuff. Oh, <laughs> Dak didn't do much. He didn't really have to. 143 yards eventually let Cooper rush in the game when it just turned into exercise. Here's Dak post game. So first game, um, that, that's that's y'all's jobs to, to to write whatever statement it needs to be. 
Um, for us, it's about um, not getting ahead of ourselves, continuing to, to stay disciplined, show the discipline, not only that we did uh, through these four quarters, but, but taking that and making sure we use that in our preparation throughout this week. Uh, and then, then moving forward to next week, going home against another New York team, um, a good team. So it's the NFL. you got to show up week in and week out and be prepared. And you don't see a lot of wins like this, so we're not going to get our, uh, ahead of ourselves on this. Okay, Brew, you are the inventor of the F game. You are the inventor of SBOB, Super Bowl or bust. Right now, are you leaning more SB, Super Bowl, or bust for the Dallas Cowboys? Well, before I answer your question, <laughs> let, me, let me start here. <laughs> Y'all ripped me, including Greg Jennings, when I said for the Cowboys it is Super Bowl or bust. Now, let me ask both of you a question. Uh-huh. After what we saw last night, yeah, bro. is there any scenario – Is there any planet in which if the Cowboys get to the NFC title game that they should be satisfied? Yes, they lose to the Niners, who look as the way they did yesterday all year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. After what we saw last night, you think Cowboy Nation should be satisfied with just getting to the NFC title game? Hold on. Would Cowboy Nation be satisfied is a different question. Would I consider it a successful season? Yes. Really? But do I think – Brew. But now will you answer the question? Okay, I will. But I just wanted to clarify because yeah, we're all wanna... Super Bowl or bust now. Oh, it I, was me a, a month ago, but now there. it's all I of us Super Bowl or bust. Okay, so you're with me then. Okay. Anyway, um, look, the Cowboys, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. I didn't even pick them to get to the Final Four, the yeah. NFC title game. Yeah. But I have said Dallas, San Francisco, Philadelphia. Oh, the the three top yeah. teams in the NFC. I've always said they are legit. And then you contenders. added Detroit You have to there. admit that. So now Detroit, 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 look, yeah. that offensive line. Uh, uh, they're not going to run through Detroit's offensive line mm-hmm. like the Giants. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but defense, check. Yeah. Special teams, which started it all last yeah. night. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Run game, check. I'll even give McCarthy a check for winning, you know, winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The guy we saw talking, that's a bit of a question mark. And last night, I get it, it was raining. As if you can't play in rain. It was raining, okay? I get it. They didn't need they that didn't to need that. They won right. 40 You're right. Nothing. You're right. But with no pressure. <laughs> Come no, on, pre- I could have completed one pass no, last night you, with no pressure. You'd have zero. Okay, you'd be zero. he was thirteen for twenty-four, on, 143 yards. Oh, you on. want evidence? Look oh. at these throws oh, from that Prescott. Do Look at this. What is that? That's a what is that? Throw. It's a missed throw. Look at this. Throw. Here's another missed throw. And that should have been a touchdown. Okay. And this one is the worst. I mean, come back. Okay. Look. And I'm a guy that look, likes Look that. at the scores in this. Okay. This well, my enough. point is this. this. I like this. This enough. works against Daniel Jones and the moribund okay. New York Giants. Will it work against? Yes. I'm going to say this. it. Brock Purdy and the okay, 49ers. The Will it work so against Jalen Hurts so and the Philadelphia the, Eagles? So I'm saying the flaw that the is a problem. This is the flaw in the argument. The flaw in the argument, anyone arguing anything other than, of course the Cowboys can make the Super Bowl. Of course they are on par, or at at the very least on par with anyone in their conference. Anyone arguing against that then has to be like, and it's because I believe in... Brock Purdy more than Dak Prescott. Brock and Purdy so has been fantastic. Hold on. Oh, we're going to talk about Brock Purdy in a moment. But if, and if anyone right here 
wants to stand up and say they think Brock Purdy's better than Dak Prescott, I'm excited to hear it. Well, I think that will age as well as Daniel Jones being better than Trevor I'm Lawrence. not saying no, that. I'm just saying, not. but the, there aren't no. question marks right now about Brock Purdy okay. like there are about Dak. Okay. Well, I, 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 can I just answer this? Why do you? Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I agree. They are legit contenders. I've yes. always said that. But Dak, the one, I'm just going to say not so bright spot last night was Dak's play. Listen, he, I, I think, know they didn't need him, but he didn't throw it Across well. the NFL, we saw mostly sloppy quarterbacking. Uh, not entirely. Sloppy play not in general, so, the, And so the point that I am trying to make is that when you are looking amongst the NFC, the Cowboys check as many boxes, if not more, than every other team if you believe in Dak more than Purdy. I vehemently believe in Dak more than Purdy. Now, you want to believe in Jalen more than Dak. That's totally understandable. Jalen had his own bit of struggles yesterday, I thought. We can discuss that. The Eagles also, defense to me, took, looks like it might have taken significant step back oh, they were so compared good. to where the, the Cowboys <laughs> defense really is. Facing the Cowboys good. right now, I believe, they look deserve to be close but the NFC favorites. I haven't looked at the odds this morning. Maybe the Niners are. But I think the Cowboys deserve to be the NFC favorites. Those two right look the best yeah, over of, the whole Of every team one. in the league. No right. doubt. Those There's two no look question. the best. Oddly, it was such a beatdown. I almost would give Dallas more credit if it was like 35-17. Really? And you could see Dak do something. It just got out of hand. It just turned into cardio at one no, point. No, it was it was Once bad. Cooper Rush it is in bad. the game, like, okay, pull those guys. Next uh, upcoming Jets, Cardinals, Patriots, 49ers. So we'll see for the Cowboys. Oh. Head out here. 49ers, Steelers. A non-injured Brock Purdy. is basically the NFL version of LaVar Ball. Never lost. <laughs> 220 yards, two touchdowns in San Francisco. Walloped the Steelers 30-7. to Here's Bosa. We just have so many players, and uh, it's fun to watch IU do his thing. And Purdy... Shut some haters up. So it's, it's nice to be on a really good team. I think whenever a guy comes back from an, from an injury and um, people kind of give him, uh, they don't expect him to make another leap in the second year. Um, I'm just happy for him. He's exactly who we thought he was. Okay. Look. You ready to believe in Brock Purdy? Has he silenced his no, doubters? Not yet. Okay, not yet. Okay. Back. And for, listen, America. I am hesitant to do this, but what you're going to hear when we talk about the Niners is Wilds very confidently supporting Brock Purdy. And I went and reviewed our prediction week tape. You had the Niners missing the playoffs. Well, so your belief in Brock Purdy <laughs> evidently, got to miss the evidently <laughs> grew fresh relatively recently. Somebody's got to miss He's the all going to be an undefeated I, I, like I forgot Ball, about that. And wow. he had him missing the playoffs. Missing the playoffs. So yeah. now all of a sudden he's a big Brock the Purdy The Vikings go to the Super Bowl. The Vikings go to the Super Bowl. The Niners miss the playoffs. And now I'm the hater. I'm the Brock Purdy hater. Here's the thing. I would have thought when Jimmy G went down and we got the final pick of the draft to step in that everyone would agree, oh, this is like, it's amazing that we're actually getting this in real life, not just in a thought exercise, but a real life test, an experiment of with Christian McCaffrey, with Debo Samuel, with Brandon Ayuk, with George Kittle, with all pros everywhere, with Trent Williams, can you drop anybody in and that offense work? And when, when Mr. Irrelevant comes in and goes undefeated, they'd be like, well, God dog it. I guess you can. Instead, everyone is like, you know what? 
This kid's amazing. I don't believe it. I thought he played well yesterday. But I will ask Brew this as he looks at me aghast. I am aghast. If you dropped in Derek Carr, are they worse? If you dropped in Kirk Cousins, are they worse? Or are they? If you dropped in Matt Stafford, are they better? If you dropped in Mac Jones, are they the same? Well, Mac Jones. So, no, honestly. No, no. Are there 10 quarterbacks in the league? That you could drop it and I, make them I worse. Don't, I, I'm not saying Brock Purdy is on his way to the Hall of Fame. What I'm saying is the kid has played well. I, all right? Jimmy G, who you know I like, and we'll get to him later. All right? Because he did some nice yeah, things. Yeah, but you week. abandoned him. No. <laughs> on but the side of the road. Jimmy G would make certain mistakes. He actually made one yesterday throwing the end zone or end zone red pick. zone No, he's in the end zone. Yeah. Brock Purdy doesn't make those mistakes. And we have now. I know Nick crouched it with George Kittle, with yes, Debo. Yes, Sanders. with so all I these old bros. Bring up, or he thought I could bring up. I don't want you to Nick bring up Mullins, from seven CJ years ago. Yes, I'm talking about the, the guy that had them one in 10 before Jimmy We're not G talking about that. I'm talking about this team with these players. The bottom line, Nick. Is he did beat out Trey Lance? Okay, that's fine. He did beat out. I mean, Sam Darnold. Okay, who? Okay, so, so, Baker. so what I'm saying is, Brock Purdy is legit. Okay, for I'm not him sure to yet. get those guys, Nick Bosa, Trent Williams, the comp, they voted him a team captain. Every they believe in the kid, but they they didn't have to vote him. They believe in the kid. And uh, look, in his last five games, including three playoff games. Zero interceptions. When you have that type of defense How and that type of run game, McCaffrey is true. He's my pick for offensive player of the year. And all, if your quarterback doesn't make mistakes, Nick, then you're going to be fine. tough. That's to beat. Is he better than Derek Carr? Is he better than Mac Jones? Is he Mac better than these guys? We've only seen him I, for what? That's my 10 point. games? Right. So, so no, we know he he's good. We'll see if he's. Oh, we know he's good. I don't know I don't, that yet. So Dak well, Prescott can lead the great. league in interceptions. Dak Prescott's in been in the league for seven years. He has a 49 yard season. It hasn't been as far as this kid. A 37. Okay. I mean, seriously. I, yes. He's gotten right. a team to the. It's a Dak, team. It's not like Dak's been playing with scrubs. Okay. That's fine. I, that's fine. It's just Jimmy G 2.0. Has he it's been playing the Niners with Shanahan and these weapons do great. We all see the quarterbacks limited, and then we're like, they win. It's the quarterback. How'd Jimmy G do this weekend? Jimmy G, he won. He without, won. without Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I believe it. Against your guy. Why well, Brew is right about two I is excellence. I couldn't have lost in that Yeah. Oh, Adam has third place. You, don't remember? Adam, this, you, you guys, guys are going to drive me crazy. It was just last week. Yeah. You're gonna drive you forgot crazy. about that graphic? You're going to drive me crazy. Next on FS1, the Fox Sports Channel, Series XM. <laughs> Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you ask me, nothing goes quite together like football and food, especially in the fall. College football on Saturday, the pros on Sunday, and the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other super fans at a local eatery or in the comfort of your own living room. Earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. Maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on that big TV of yours. Plus, earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're tailgating at the stadium with hot dogs and hamburgers. Even getting to the game can be rewarding as you'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com slash altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 
$1,000 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply. Welcome back to just an electric show. In what was oddly dubbed the battle for Bruce Hart, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns <laughs> dropped the Bengals yet again 24-3. This days after Cincinnati made Joe Burrow the richest player in the NFL history, he responded with 31 passes for 82 yards. Mm. Here's Burrow and Jamar Chase. Take a listen. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's panicking in here, guys. It's one Week one doesn't define anybody's season obviously not very good out there but anybody that watched saw that uh but we've been in this spot before we've come back stronger and and had great years so that's what we're gonna do i called the ass elves and we just lost to some elves so i'm pissed on my part i'm not i'm pissed on on that and um like i said man we got missed opportunities we didn't capitalize on that and and we lost so that's how we lost Okay, Coach Mangini is here, fresh from Cleveland. Nick, since he has started slow before, so is this something or nothing? This is something for three reasons. The first reason is this. This is the second straight game. Cincinnati's talked a lot of trash beforehand, couldn't back it up. Oh, good take. Burrowhead, and then you lose. They're elves, even though they've owned you, and then you get held to three points. So that's why it's something. Second reason, Cincinnati, the reason it's the Arrowhead Invitational and not the Paycor Field Invitational is not just because that would sound ridiculous, but also because Cincinnati never has a better record than Kansas City. They had golden opportunity here. The, if those are the two best teams in the AFC, the Chiefs stumble on Thursday, you have a chance to get a game up early, and you don't. And the last one is, you guys know how highly I think of Joe Burrow. While the entire league was anointing Josh Allen last year, I was asking for Burrow to get the respect that I thought he had earned. Mm-hmm. That was a shocking performance. Not by Burrow standards, by anyone's standards. Mm. I, last decade, throw the ball 30 times, throw for less than 100 yards. He's now on this list. Andy Dalton against the Browns, Sam Darnold, that's the I'm seeing ghosts game. Yep. And now this. <laughs> and so I, the, I looked, I was like, who are the great quarterbacks of the era, like Peyton, Brady, Patrick, those, none of those guys ever beneath 100 yards on 30-plus attempts. I mean, there it is. Rodgers is the closest, I guess, in a really terrible weather game. Mahomes, of course, is the only one who won the game. That was the password around the world game, if you remember. Um, and then there's Burrow at 82. Like, so for all those – and listen, I'm not going to pull a brew and abandon the team I picked to make the playoffs <laughs> weeks into the year. But this it's not nothing. I'll tell you that much, Coach. It's, it's definitely something. Yeah, look, nobody who has $250 million is panicking. <laughs> right about There's no that. reason to panic if you're in that situation. I, 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 don't think it's, I don't think it's nothing, but I do think there's a lot of asterisks. So the first game of the season is always the toughest. The Browns have consistently had the Bengals from a matchup perspective, similar to the way the Bengals own Kansas City. The Browns own the Browns. <laughs> Very true. The Browns <laughs> own Cincinnati. The Browns, they have the Browns own Cincinnati. And then you look at it. He, he didn't have much practice with the group. He's coming off an injury, and this is the first real live action. Yeah. And they don't really know how, how the calf is going to respond. So I'm sure that plays into it as well. And then you've got a, a new defensive coordinator, a lot, of different, a lot of different looks. And I'd say the other part of it is underestimating your opponent. And, and I, the, not just the Bengals, but the league is underestimating how good Cleveland is. I think they're better than people assume that they are. <laughs> 
And mm. when you start calling people L's, obviously you're not taking that opponent very seriously. And there's nothing worse in sports than underestimating an opponent. Yeah, I will say they need to stop talking or kind of disrespecting other teams. Now, I don't think it's something. Um, last year, I did count them out after they went 0-2. I won't do that this year, all right? You're going to wait till they're 0-3. <laughs> they, like, they, they, they're going to have to lose a lot more games before I count them out. But this, as Coach said, this was just predictable. I mean, I picked the Browns to beat them. That was an because, unbelievable pick, by the way. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. That was sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. it, was it, was no, no, it was a great fantastic. pick. I mean, it's upset alert. You get them upset right. Upset alert. He Don't be mad. Yeah, upset alert. Upset alert. Great job. Great, thank, great great thank job. you. Go ahead. Thank you. I appreciate the, that. But they, they have uh, – you said they owned them. They've won nine of their last 11 games against the Bengals. And for some reason, Joe Burrow won in five against uh, the Browns. So, I don't know what his deal is with Cleveland. But, um, I, look, I think, as you said, he this was good. I predicted – remember when he got hurt. I said, I bet they – I think they could start 0-2 with or without Joe Burrow. Because they Ravens this was week. a team team that has their number. And then they got the Ravens next week, which, who's obviously a good team. Sure. And so, even if they start 0-2, I think they'll bounce back. It's good that Burrow came back because so he can work the rust off. Last year, it took him three weeks to get the rust off and start playing well. So if that's the case, then they should be rolling. Right, in opening game last year through four interceptions, got sacked seven times, fumbled twice, lost one, then ended up going 12-2 and two to finish the year. The, so. the, the Probably one, nothing. The Probably one thing nothing. I'll say about week one is we never know why we're seeing what we're seeing. Meaning, like, to Coach's True. point, yeah. maybe Cleveland's defense, I know there's a lot of hype around it. They got a new defensive coordinator this year. Maybe we're going to look back and be like, man, Cleveland's defense gave people hell all year. Now, if Cleveland's defense goes out and gets shredded over the next few weeks, then this looks a lot worse. Week one's yeah. weird because we're not sure why we're seeing Maybe it's the calf. Maybe it's not prepared. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, meanwhile, in L.A., Tua went crazy. 466 yards, three touchdowns, two to Tyreek who started his quest for 2,000 yards Ooh. by getting 215 on 11 catches. Here's Tyreek. After this throw, Hobbs let the throw catch and go. <laughs> I always feel like, you know, nobody can, you know, guard me. You know, as, as a competitor, I mean, I feel like if you ask anybody in our room, you know, they'll say the same thing. Can't nobody guard me or them or just... I just feel like that's just a competitive mindset, you know. I want the ball. Well, I, that sounds kind of like, you know crazy but um yeah like i just feel like can't nobody guard me uh, that's not crazy that is just true <laughs> uh, most passing yards week one in the super bowl era so brew i know it's week one it's always like it's everything too soon but these are the <coughs> big four here can't win the two super of bowl. these guys went to the super bowl. Eliminated. marino went to the playoffs two at 466 and three question marks there remember prediction week I would start off with a little ramble. I said, we will be stick to these predictions. Uh-huh. You had the we might Dolphins. have our first flip-flop. Out no, of the playoffs. Are you as did Wild. For the record. Well. <laughs> you had the Dolphins and the Niners? Yeah, as did Wilds. <laughs> no. After one week, I am not changing okay. my pick. Don't okay. even try. I'm surprised you even put this question on there. Well, we talked about it. And I knew it was time. coming, but I was like, no. I told you right away, I'm not changing my pick. All right. I will start with this. <laughs> Tyreek Hill <laughs> is a cheat code. I think, Coach, he is the most dangerous offensive weapon that's not a quarterback in the league. Like, he reminds me of Randy Moss, obviously not because of the height, but Randy Game Moss, breaker. you could just throw it up there and he was going to go get it. His speed is like – 
it's just ridiculous. He's always open because of his speed, and then he runs so well after the catch. Like, he is phenomenal. I mean, honestly, a lot of people are saying two is the leader right now for MVP. It's one week. It could be Tyreek. Sure. I mean, he was ridiculous. If it was Tyreek, that's an insult to Tua. No, it's not. Uh, it's just looking it at the be. way things went. Now, two, it's, as far as Tua, because they're apparently on this set, some people think I don't believe in Tua. Well, you just picked and missed the playoffs. No, you know what, what I just picked? What? Last week. What? Can we see it, Dusty? Oh, what are we Last doing? week, <laughs> when I – look, Dark Horse MVP, this is not Doc. You have a This is not made this afternoon. And a guy I had two at number it. three. Yeah, that's As a dark, definition of someone don't healthy, believe If he stays healthy, okay. if he stays healthy, he's right. a Dark Horse can MVP. I, can but I, no, I'm not going go ahead, back to my No, bro, I love the way that you have a lot of different irons in the fire. There's nuance. Yeah, exactly. There's nuance. It's not all black and white. There's yeah. shades of gray, and mm-hmm. I see them. I, I wish that Tyreek would watch some film. He talks about how he only plays Madden. It can, I can't imagine how good he'd be Ugh. if he studied the DBs, if he did all those other elements because he's so good now, and his vertical speed is such an issue that you've got to play off. So that when you play off, yeah. now you create this space. And, and I had the Dolphins finishing last in the division, and here's, here's my reason. It's not because I don't think that they can win and be very effective with Tua, but I'm just not sure with, with his injury history and the type of injury that he's going to be able to be there throughout the course of the season. And when you've got concussions like he's had, even though he's worked hard to try to, to try to work on falling and all those things, it's so unpredictable as a quarterback. And once you get one, the likelihood of getting another one increases dramatically. Listen, that's, that's obviously the cloud looming over the Dolphins. But as the only person on this set who picked them to make the playoffs and actually picked them to win the division, I'm not surprised by what I saw. I also, because Coach is out here, I would like to do something I rarely do, which is give some flowers for a coaching move. Mike McDaniel, before the end of the half, saw the Chargers, were gonna, they were in fourth down, we're going to kick a field goal, calls his own timeout with... 17 seconds left. They then get the ball with 12 left. They are able to get in field goal range, make the field goal. They win the game by two points. But to me, the biggest – everyone's going to talk about Tua, who was excellent, and Tyreek, who was excellent. The bi- Everyone knows that Tua at games can go off. We saw him do it against Baltimore. We all know how great Tyreek is, not to lessen your point, but we're not shocked by it. The Chargers' defense is a disaster zone of week one. They have – First-round picks and free agent dollars all over it. They stopped Miami once all game. They had three drives that didn't end in points. They did force two turnovers and then one punt. They allowed eight yards a play and 16 yards a completion. And then on the flip side. You mentioned the pass interference, the field goal at the end of the first half. It was a terrible pass interference and not a terrible call, a terrible play. And then at the end of the game, after Miami misses the extra point, the Chargers – They need a field goal just to be able to win the game. They go grounding, sack, meaningless completion, sack. If you're the Chargers trying to not be the same old Chargers, this was a horrifying week one because your defense looked as bad as they any lost a lot of games like in football. This. Yes, Over Dolphins defense looked good. What? Yeah. Dolphins defense? No, but at the, the end. The, at the end, and the Dolphins, defense, the Dolphins aren't don't have a defensive coach spending all their right. money on defense. All right, got a Vic Fangio. I know, but they, but the head coach is not a defensive coach. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? 
Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. I'm only going to be able to say this once. The Raiders are alone in first place in the AFC West. Spike Russ looking pretty good. The Broncos have moved to 0-1. Nick, what was the number one reason? The Broncos lost. I mean, listen, I everybody has massive respect and admiration for this guy as a person and colleague. But as got to be fair, Sean Payton has made this season about him. Ooh. He made Week One about him, and they look just like the Nat Hackett Broncos. Oh, the first play of the era. You, I mean, you already see I was drawn up. I'm going to show everyone who's here. What's the most famous Ooh. play of my life? The surprise onside yep. kick. They almost it, got it. They, they did almost they get did it. They did almost get it. And instead, you're facing a Raiders team that knows they're the action. Raiders, that knows that they're not they, – their best defensive player's gone AWOL. They don't even they, – they didn't even know after they signed Jimmy he's going to be the quarterback. They didn't have a ton of optimism. You gave it to them. In this game, this team whose biggest problem was coaching last year had 10 penalties, third most in the NFL, whose biggest problem last year was fourth down and clock management. Had three separate fourth down decisions that those analytics bots you love so much, Coach, said 0 for 3. Uh, and then, but it's okay. But the real job is to fix Russell Wilson. Did you? Because I saw Russell Wilson last year at home against the Raiders. And I saw him yesterday at home against the Raiders. And they're the same picture. Last year, more yards. This year, more touchdowns. Same year, same or different year, same 16 points. And remember, it was like, well, they'll score 16. If they scored 17 yeah. points, well, that's still true. <laughs> 11 of 16 games Russ has played, they have scored 16 or less. And so I just, I'm not, that Sean Payton did, gave that interview USA Today. Said everything's going to be different because I'm here. And this, that looked like last year's Broncos. Mm. So I, they can't score points. The same thing as last year. They can't score points. First of all, I don't think that's fair. I think going for the onside kick to start the season 
we all congratulated Detroit for having the fake punt. Right. The, the time to do those things when people don't expect it, and nobody expects it there, and the percentage of getting an onside kick is like <clears throat> 60% if it's a surprise versus known. So I have no problem with that, and it does set a tone. It does set a tone that things are different. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to take chances. We're going to be creative. I don't, I don't have any problem with that. Russ did throw for two touchdowns. That's significant progress over, over last year. So I think that's positive. And why'd they lose the game? They lost the game because the kicker missed two Where'd kicks. Where'd the kicker come from? I, I, I understand. I, you look, he's, he's going to bring in everybody. You can pretty much say that about anybody who's on the team. But they missed those two. And then defensively, there's some drop-off defensively. It is a different defensive coordinator. It is a different system. And they couldn't stop the Raiders on that last five-minute drive. And they had the one penalty where... You know, it wasn't really targeting, but it was the helmet yeah. to helmet. Mm-hmm. And that's that what kept the drive. Too. Yeah, it right, was. Right, but that's right. what kept the drive going. And they didn't get the ball back. I, I thought Russ looked better than he had in, in the past. I didn't feel like it was the Russell Wilson show. It looked like he, like he had a different approach to the game. Maybe the results weren't dramatically different, but I'd say it's trending at least in the right Yeah, place. Russ looked much better. It, it was, I, I mean, look, he only threw for 175 yards or whatever. Yeah, he looked better, though. He looked more poised, looked more comfortable, was moving well outside of the pocket and threw the ball well outside of the pocket. Surprising they only had 16 points, but the, the weapons aren't great. Jerry, Judy getting back will help him, but let's just cut to the chase. Yeah, I know. We know why they lost. You brought up Sean Payton. Were you grinding the All-22? Oh. I was grinding all 22 look, 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 I didn't even Are y'all realize. ready to admit that they just ran into a buzzsaw? <laughs> Did we see it? I mean, I, I don't make this the stuff Garoppolo up. Buzzsaw. He's moving up. Oh, he's now ahead of Payton. Now he's ahead of Payton. That is look, incredible. y'all can laugh. Y'all can mock. Y'all say he, he doesn't belong on that list with all those yeah. Hall of Famers yeah. or future Hall of Famers. But you know what? He is on the list. Okay. And all he does is win, and you want to give Kyle Shanahan all the credit. Was Kyle Shanahan in black and silver yesterday? No. Kyle Shanahan was somewhere else. Again, I'm so glad we did Predictions Week. Where'd you pick Jimmy G to finish this well, year? I, I, look, all <laughs> Last, I'm saying right? is because I, I said he probably won't make it through nine weeks. And he, he got right? hurt on the first play of the game. He came back. He fought through it. He fought through it. But unfortunately, it's well, coming. Well, but I, all he does and again, is go. I don't, I'm not trying to be too harsh. I just do feel like had the Broncos won, yeah. the narrative today would be it, we would give none of the players credit because Sean Payton won that game. Sean Payton came in and changed things. And when they lose and they have bad penalties, bad fourth down decisions, and they score 16 points, it feels a lot like last year. And I was told last year was the worst coaching job in the history of pro football. America's team, the New England Patriots, great moral victory. Next. (laughs) I mean, as far as moral victories go, this is on the... MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. 
It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Coming tomorrow at 4 o'clock, we are going to ascend Mahomes Mountain. Oof. You know what? When we called it Mahomes Mountain, we're like, yeah, you know, Mahomes at the top, and then everyone tried to ascend it. Oh, you got you got questions? I'm just yeah, saying two with you for 466 right. yards. Could he be at the saying. top? It's got to be volatile. It's a slippery mountain. The Eagles visited America's <laughs> team, barely escaped with a win. <laughs> Those weren't birds flying around. Those were Mac Jones laser beams. <laughs> As the Pro Bowl quarterback throws for 316 yards and three touchdowns. Even threw one to the Eagles to be nice. Wow. <laughs> what a guy. Wasn't his fault, though. You know. uh, take a listen. Definitely let the team down tonight. Couldn't couldn't score, you know, early, and we just fell behind because of me. And uh, I put it on myself. As a quarterback, that hurts, right? Uh, you get a chance to win the game twice and can't do it. Um, so just got to learn from it. You only get so many opportunities in the NFL to do that, and uh, felt like I definitely let the team down. Coach, I know you love that self-flagellation from the quarterback. <laughs> Since anytime he says something nice, you get mad at him. Uh, should Patriots fans be happy with this moral victory? I think I think you're happy. Yes. And and there's a lot to be encouraged by in the sense that they play the Eagles. The Eagles were so productive in terms of pass rush last year. Yeah. And sacks and the offensive line held up and it was a makeshift offensive line. A couple of rookies playing. So that part was good. Now they rushed for 3.5 yards of carry. That's not good. The, the problem is that the bar has been so far reset for what a Patriot, Thank you. What a Patriot game is now right. because they're 25 and 27 since Tom left. So now if the, if the game's close, you're excited about it. But what strikes me is the Patriots are trying to learn how to be the Patriots again. And we always started with not beating ourselves. So that was always – we wouldn't lose games. Games were that, – that's not what we did. You know, we, we were able to eliminate that part, and they have the pick for a touchdown. They have the fumble that, that leads to a touchdown. They've got the, you know. Penalty the, on the two-point conversion. The on the, so, so there's those things that are so inconsistent with the brand and the way things are being done. Now, I do, I do feel like there's a lot of encouraging stuff that Mac Jones did. Thank you. I like the way he took accountability at the, at the end of the uh, game. I didn't like that part. But, but it is also a fact that we've, we've just – recalibrated how we think about the Patriots. That's right. So you're excited about a home loss yeah. in the opener. It's moral victory season. Frustrated by dancing in the streets. Yeah, you know, okay. Can I show you a graphic for starting? I'll, I'll convince you. This is Mac Jones in his final 40 minutes of the game. Oh my gosh. Completed 70% of his passes. Great. Almost threw for 300 basketball. passing yards. Three touchdowns. Zero interception. Passer rating 112. And he outscored the Eagles 20 to 9. Did the beginning of the game go great? No. Did the end go great? Yes. It's like if we went out to dinner, Broussard, and we got a seafood tower, we're eating prime rib, dessert comms, we're having a few drinks. Like, wow, this is amazing. And you're like, well, I had a hard time parking. Like, dude, stop talking. About the very no, beginning. Not. I'm like, this is, is a, this is a beautiful night we're having. It is like, not. Oh. 
Oh, no, I couldn't, I couldn't no, find a spot. I had to drive around the block. Right, right. It's like the bread was stale. It's like after we that ate that nice, nice meal, we didn't have any money, and we had to go work in the kitchen <laughs> to pay for it. I mean, see, they lost the game barely. Look, coach is right. The bar is so low that you—you you literally came in here floating on a cloud. Literally, right? not literally, but you, uh, figuratively, you came in here floating on a cloud because your boys kept it close, and I hate the rain on your parade. But guess what? I—I to- I told you this last week. You should have listened to this. Four of their last five wins, Philadelphia, four of their last five wins on the road last year. At Chicago, this is with Jalen Hurts as quarterback. Four of the last five with him. At Chicago, they win by five. The Bears were probably excited. We kept it close. (laughs) We almost won. At Indy. Indianapolis, which was horrible. They beat Indy by a point. Yeah. You think the Colts were running around talking about, yes, we almost beat Philadelphia. We only lost by one. Houston, they beat by 12. Houston was abysmal. Arizona, they won in Arizona by three points. So, stop. Well, so look, you're going to have a lot of games like this where Mac looks pretty good. He looks better than last year. Defense looks amazing. Defense looks pretty good, and you lose. Yeah, There's going to be a lot of games listen, like this. I want to talk story. about the relevant team of these two, so I want to talk about the Eagles for a moment. The Eagles secondary can get got. It could get got last year. They played five above average to great quarterbacks, one including royalty. Goff, Trevor, Rodgers, Dak, and Mahomes. They allowed 35-21 in a torrential downpour, 33-40, and 38. They now they play Mac Jones, who is mediocre at his apex, and he has maybe the best game of his life. Now, Jalen Carter, the rookie for them, looked awesome. Jalen Hurts looked a little shaky, and we heard after the game that Sirianni was like, maybe I should play the guys in the preseason. They lost both coordinators. I know Eagles fans were happy to get rid of Gannon, so be it. Defense was fine. That Eagles pass defense, uh, listen, I don't think they're going to lose the Vikings, but Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison are coming on Thursday. Yep. And if Mac Jones can do that to you, I'm curious what Justin Jefferson and Jordan. Only two sacks against that line. That's yeah, that's great. Yeah. Coming up next, the silver medalists of America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Sorry, we're excited about football. <laughs> Cowboys demolished the Giants 40-0. to Cowboys defense and special teams had two interceptions, a fumble recovery, two touchdowns, seven sacks, and basically had Daniel Jones running around crazy. Here's Micah Parsons. I think it just all started with the offseason and camp. Everyone came in with a, a preparation, a mindset that we was going to dominate. Um, we know that these games depend on us, and I think uh, we really vowed it, keyed in, um, honed in this week. And we did. We prepared to the max, and we was ready for our opponent. We just got to keep that going. I think we're making a statement, which I've been trying to make. We're the best defense in the National Football League. Okay. Are the Cowboys really that good? 
Yes. Or is the Giants' poorest offensive line that bad? Probably. But let's start on the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, they're really that good. And last year, you guys know I bristled when people were like, ah, it's Lawrence Taylor. Micah Parsons, Don't Lawrence Taylor. Don't start this again. No, I didn't start it. I ended it last I year. I heard it this I morning. Said, I said that there are levels to this. Like, you got to get to the Von Miller level, then the Derek Thomas level, then we can talk about the Lawrence Taylor level. Nobody's Lawrence Taylor. What I will tell you is what happened last night is how the Giants won a lot of games. You single team, you single block the guy, you're cooked. You double team block the guy, you're also cooked because Harry Carson or someone else is coming. And the Cowboys got, they, or the Giants double team Parsons 14 times last night. This is courtesy Dusty. Thank you, Dusty. They got five sacks on those 14 double teams, 10 pressures. So you're damned if you, damned if you don't. The secondary, which was already strong, got much stronger with Stephon Gilmore's addition. You have guys out there hunting turnovers, which can sometimes be dangerous, but also can pay dividends if it almost becomes a snowball rolling downhill like it did with the Bears, the Rex Grossman Super Bowl year. We saw it with the Seahawks, where guys are trying to punch balls out and doing things like that. And... If, you, if the weakest part of your team is a quarterback who has almost thrown for 5,000 yards, who prior to last year was top five in his career amongst other quarterbacks in interception rate in a positive way, top five lowest, then you're a great team. And this Cowboys team, it's the why I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, Brew. It's why I believe in them, and it's why I think they're the best team in the NFC. Coach, for you, I think I, Josh and I were grinding the All-22. Always. Yeah, but we still couldn't figure out how this Giants offensive line just let free runs happening over and over. So I'm like, you know what we should do? Call Coach. And Josh is like, no, Wilds, you'll figure it out. I'm like, no. So, Coach, what did you see last night? And why can't you? I'm glad you did. And and I I don't think I'm going to be as effusive with my praise as as Nick is. And Nick's a little bit over the top. The, The Giants weren't 40 to nothing. Bad. They're not a forty nothing bad team. Okay, this game got out of hand. They had the block field goal, and then they had the, the the pick. So they couldn't play the way they wanted to play, which which then led the Cowboys to be able to tee off in ways that that you you can't match up, and and it's the worst case scenario. So it went from bad to worse, and it snowballed. And the football gods were not obviously on the Giants' side, but the but the but the Cowboys. That's, that's the analysis we saw. But, but, but the Cowboys are look. They're very good defensively. I want to show you a couple plays, just to show you some, some things here, from a, from a matchup perspective. So the Giants this is a third and ten. They're going to be in seven-man protection. They got the five offensive linemen. Got the tight end in the back. So they're anticipating pressure. Dallas is only going to rush four guys. Now what they do is they put Parsons inside. All right, and now as they slide the protection, you've got a guard and a tackle on Parsons. That's like 700 pounds. He's straight upright. Then the tackle is going to come off and help the tight end, which he should because Parsons is upright. But this is what he does really well. Watch, he goes from being completely vertical mm. to dropping his hips and being able to cross the guard's face and, and, and secure the sack. See that this example right here, this what? is on the pick. This is six-man protection, but it's first and ten. They've got Parsons in again. The rookie center is going to slide to him because of his, his leverage on the right-hand side. As he slides, he tries to place his arms out. The rookie center is a problem. Okay, now he's going to be able to cross his face. And you can see, again, the athleticism when he crosses his face because the center doesn't have great technique on that play. He closes so quickly. This is obviously a terrible decision by Daniel yeah. Jones. So it's not like the Giants didn't realize where he was or that he could ruin the game or any of those things, but there were times where they, they followed the rules and they were able to come off, 
and, and, and they're supposed to do that, but also the situation led to them just being, the Cowboys, just being able to tee off because the game was so far out of hand so early. I think the Giants, it's going to be a long season. I picked them to finish last in this division. I think there's serious questions, Coach, is that how good of a passer of is Daniel Jones? He looked good running the ball initially. That's how they made that long drive to start the game. But throwing the ball is a huge question mark. For Dallas, Nick, I mean, they, they are a great defense, no doubt. They are a contender in the NFC. And I, I think Stephon Gilmore might be helping Trayvon Diggs, not only just because he's out there, but Diggs made some plays yesterday that, you know, he wasn't – you didn't talk about him for his tackling. You well, know, and he, right. he, he had a tackle that forced the fumble, and then he had the hit on Saquon Barkley that led to the interception. So he looks like he may be even better. But the question – I'm not saying it's a huge question, but if I can show Coach a not-so-bright spot from yesterday – it would be that Dak didn't throw the ball well. Now, I know they didn't need him. I know it was raining. Mm-hmm. 13 for 24, 143, I think, uh, in, in against with no pressure coming his way. And he had some bad throws. I think we got a few of them on here. Like, these are just you, – you, you can do that against the Giants and Daniel Jones. Can you do that against San Francisco? That should be a touchdown. Can you do that against Philadelphia? And this one, this throw is just horrendous. And so he's doing that without any pressure. And I just, that's my question. Is that more yards or less yards than Russell Wilson had? Oh! Less! It's oh, less, Nick though. Nick was killing oh. Russell Wilson. Right, there wow. you go. Oh. All right, well, okay, well, one guy, oh, one guy. I mean, that did not look good yesterday. Hold on I, I a second. One guy, they You're needed right. every yeah. possible yard yards more. to try to <laughs> scrape together 16 points and lose. The other guy, before he touched the football, they were up 16-0 or something close but to it. But he didn't throw but that's well. You the, know that. I know he didn't throw well. What I would say about those. Those three particular plays, because I saw them earlier and now I've seen them again, I do wonder how much of that was almost the after effects of throwing all those picks last year. Because if you look at all of them, he's throwing them in a place where it's either either incomplete or only my guy can get it. So with a two go high when you can't pick that off, and the other one he threw low because there were guys behind him. That could be a problem. That could be a problem, but also because the game was so well in hand the whole time, I think if you're going to err on one side, erring on the side of caution. I think you'd be more relaxed in that situation. Right, you should be throwing it. The ball would just be coming away smoothly. Um, All right, let's head to Pittsburgh, a non-injured Brock Birdie. You know what I've started to call him? What? LeVar Ball. Why is that wild? Because he's a big baller. (laughs) (laughs) He's also never lost. Oh, okay. If he's healthy. 220 yards, two touchdowns. San Francisco wins 30-7. Here's Bosa. Hold on. We just have so many players, and uh, it's fun to watch IU do his thing. And Purdy shut some haters up. So it's, it's nice to be on a really good team. I think whenever a guy comes back from an injury and um, people kind of give him, uh, they don't expect him to make another leap in the second year. Um, I'm just happy for him. He's exactly who he thought he was. So, Brock Purdy, another week, another win. Surprise, yeah. surprise. But mm-hmm. why don't you take a shot at him? Because all I'm taking is a win. shot at him. I just, I, the. I, I believed when Jimmy Garoppolo was having massive success with this team before they added Christian McCaffrey that this was a plug-and-play 
offense, when they led the NFL in yards after catch for five years in a row and then had another monster day of it yesterday, like, ah, eh, it's a plug-and-play offense. And then when they plugged in the final pick of the draft and didn't miss a beat after adding Christian McCaffrey, and, I, and, and I'm asked the question, could you take any replacement-level quarterback and put them with Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Trent Williams playing left tackle with Kyle Shanahan drawing up the plays and have success? My answer is yes. So do I think he's a force multiplier? No. Do I think that they are better with Brock Purdy than they'd be with Derek Carr? I don't. Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, no. Do I think they're the same as if they had Mac Jones? I do. Mac Jones is great. And so... And so, I, if people want me to say, oh, Purdy's, you know what? Because he's never lost a team sport, I have to act like I think he's a great quarterback. I don't think that yet. Maybe I will one day. Coach, do you think it? No, well, I think, I think you're exactly right in terms of when you look at quarterbacks, you? if you can take a quarterback and put him on any team and assume that team's going to be successful. So if Patrick Mahomes goes to any organization in the league, that team's probably going to win and win a lot of games quickly. Right. It's the same with Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, th- those types of things. Now, if we switched quarterbacks yesterday and, and Pickett went to the other side and, and Purdy you. went to the Steelers, what would that have looked like? The exact if, same thing. Yeah, and, and if, if, if Mac Jones was in San Francisco and they had taken him with the pick that they, you know, when they wanted to no. take him, would we be talking about him as like this incredible young quarterback? Still do. Still and if, do. if we put Purdy on the Patriots yesterday – you know what? What would that what do you look think? like? And and, and I know it's, it's not, I know they're, it's not they're, fair. They're taking the conversation but, and moving. I, I got but several the, things the start, to of the, the start of the press conference. What did he say? He said, "We just have so many guys. Right? right. They are and just they such do. a good team. Yeah. And and I'm gonna pull a Nick Hubs. Give me a minute, okay? All right. Now look. <laughs> First of all, I just have to correct the record. Nick throws this out like, and, and nobody really remembers, so I just got to bring the facts. If you bring They were Samuel one out. and They ten. didn't have these players. And you had your time. They didn't have Debo Samuel, George that, Kittle, that, Brian Iowa. That is a really good point. No, Coach he knows them. They didn't point. have I know, players. no, that supports my argument, Nick. Saying. Listen, they were one and ten with Kyle Shanahan. When, when Jimmy G was traded for him. It's the end of the season, Coach. They know they're not making the playoffs. You know it was one through three Cancun. And he leads them immediately. Jimmy G, hold on, to five straight wins. They go 5-0, and oh, and then they make him the highest saved player in the history of the league. My point is that you're throwing, like, to act like Jimmy G just stepped into this great situation. That wasn't right, the case. What, did Brock Purdy step now, into a great situation? Well, you know what I heard when, when they were talking about Brock Purdy and Kenny Pickett and, and, and whoever else you threw yeah. out? I heard a lot of ifs. A lot of maybes, yeah. a lot of fiction, a lot of we don't know, a lot of who knows. Yeah. I mean, what, what we do know Whoa. is that Brock Purdy is 9-0 as a starter, that Brock Purdy threw for 300-plus yards and three touchdowns in his first ever playoff game, that Brock Purdy stared across the field, saw the GOAT, Tom Brady, and beat him. Tom Brady scored seven points <laughs> on the defense. All I know. Seven points. Brock Purdy came out victorious. Okay. And yesterday, he looked great. And coach? Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, all these veterans love the kid. They love his leader. They don't love him like, oh, he's he's a cute little How kid. Do you he know? throws him. He said the same they, thing. They've called him a leader. The well, they've called him a leader. They voted him a captain. He also allows all of them to get paid because he makes so that's, much money. That's huge. I would love him too. Like if we can keep that contract, all those other guys <laughs> make money. And that's their formula, right? They want a quarterback not making any money so everybody else can get paid. Until they give Kirk Cousins all the money in the world to replace him this offseason. Oh, I, Why would I highly doubt. I highly doubt that. We lost once in the playoffs.
The World Surf League's Rip Curl Finals are here. The top surfers from around the world will compete for the chance to be crowned a champion. Download the free Caffeine TV app and follow World Surf League for all the action. The Rip Curl Finals will have daily content from September 8th through September 16th. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Big show. Started slow, ended up with a W as the Bucks down the Vikings, who some people have going all the way to the Super Bowl. Just you. <laughs> yeah, that looked good yesterday. Brew, just because a team loses one game doesn't mean they're not going to the Super hey, Bowl. Hey, let's talk about the winner. Our Chiefs <laughs> lost a game. Uh, here's Baker after the game. Good test for us for our first match. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to grow. We're going to get better offensively. We have a long way to go, but uh, we'll take all the wins we can get. It's extremely hard in this league. Oh, short sound bite. Brew, have you come around on Baker? <laughs> okay. Come around just... on Baker. No, what I give him? Seven weeks? Seven weeks. Kyle Trask will be the starter in seven to eight. You eight still to, believe eight to nine. Yes. No, eight to nine. He will be the starter midway through the season. And uh-huh. look, you know what I did about a month and a half ago on vacation? Wow, I went geez. golfing. Oh, here we go. All right? I, in Martha's Vineyard, I went golfing. Oh, oh, nice. And my first shot, money. Coach, yeah. up in the air, 200 yards, which for me is good. Yeah. 200 yards, right in the middle of the fairway. And I'm thinking, I got this. Yeah, yeah. Finally, I've got the hang of it. I have I have arrived. Yeah. And you know what? We only played nine holes. About 50 strokes later, I realized, no, I'm still a bad golfer. All right? That's what this is, Nick. And you, you, you're jumping on the Baker Mayfield bandwagon. No, I'm just like I jumped it. on my own bandwagon after that first shot. Okay. And then I found, came back to earth, okay. and Baker Mayfield is going to come back to earth. Okay. This is what you're raving about? Huh. Scoring 20 points well, on the freaking Minnesota Vikings? Well, the, the team that was in the bottom five in the, points allowed oh, last year. We got a new hold defensive on. 25 points a game they allowed last yeah, year. Tampa and they, Tampa. Hold on. Oh. They, let me finish. Sorry. They gave up. They oh, were second. Second worst pass defense in the league last year, yeah. 266 last year. yards a game. Coaches. And this graphic is going to knock your oh, socks we have off. Graphics. Look at this. What do these quarterbacks have in common, Nick? They threw for more yards than Baker Mayfield. No, no, not just oh, no, more. They Davis. threw each of those. And look at that motley crew. That was oh, each one of them, each one of them threw season. for 300 plus That's yards great. against Tell me about the midterm elections too. 300 I, yards. Listen, I, Baker didn't even throw okay. for half of that. All right, all right. So you're and you're not flip flopping per usual. However, <laughs> two points. The first one is I am starting to doubt the veracity of this golf analogy. Because on Friday, yeah. it was a great shot on the 18th hole. Yeah. And now, I get it's a great round. opening drive <laughs> on a front nine. nine. So I don't know if this is real or not. What I do know is real are text messages. And I'm going to do something. This no, might be against the law. That is against the law. Here's the first thing first. Feel good. Group text. 
Brew texts me. Baker doing Baker things. I text back. What do you do? The Vikings just kicked a field goal. Brew, you might be an old person delay. <laughs> Brew then texts. Three for 11, 12 yards. That's what he was. And then like he says Carr hasn't game. started his Dark Horse MVP push because he even bothers with this Dark Horse MVP <laughs> stuff on the weekend. From that moment forward, let's see how Baker did. Mm. Let's see. Oh, that's pretty good. From the moment after Brew's mean text. <laughs> mean after his mean text. Accurate, and I have had to listen text. to Brew talk about, oh, we saw an improved Russell Wilson this weekend. Well, let's see how they did, you know, at the most important time. Second half last or yesterday. Looks like Baker played uh, perfect football. Up to and including a five-minute drive to run out the <laughs> clock, salvage the win, where he ran for a first and completed a third and ten. And this whole, oh, they scored 20 points. Well, the Tampa Bay Bucks last year, since you're so enamored with last year, played 18 games, 11 of which they couldn't score 20 points. And I think I remember who their quarterback was, a guy affectionately referred to as the former GOAT. And so all those things are to say, you're going to be wrong about Baker once again. Once again. Once again, like you were last year. Coach, you like this Baker Mayfield. Well, first, you of, know all, you do. first of all, I'm disappointed. I'm not including the group text. Okay. Right. <laughs> Second of all, I will never text in the group text. So you don't need to invite me to that. Third of all, you golf once in what, a year? Once yeah. a year. I Baker was the year. number one draft pick. Thank he you. didn't lead a team to, to the playoffs. Did they win a playoff game? They did win a playoff oh, yeah, game. Gosh, he, how many years game. ago was he, that? He has he has shown a lot of growth and maturity and, and resilience. And there's a lot of there's a lot and yesterday I thought there was so some extreme positives from a leadership perspective. And I, I do think you're right, Brew, that they would rather have Trask because it makes more sense financially. It makes more sense in terms of so them why drafting him. Because he's not better than, than <laughs> Baker is right now. That's but these games, if Baker can win some of these types of games, oh, that's right. your, your timeline is going to extend to week 12, week 13, oh, yeah. because they're going to give him more and more Coach, of the benefit of the doubt. Do you think Kyle Trask is going to be the starting quarterback at some point this season. I think they would like him to be. But Baker will allow it. But I'm going to say, I am actually I am cheering for Baker That's Mayfield right. to have success so you have because I like the way his, he's yeah. changed Brew. and grown. Brew, quickly. Bucks host Bears next week. Uh oh! No, Smells I mean, look, like that's two a and bad buddy. team. They're playing oh, a bad. But I thought if, the Bucks were bad lose, teams. I thought the Bucks if, had a if terrible quarterback. If the Bucks lose that game, like I said. What? No, we, hold on. But if they don't. It's happening either, if, either if, way. Okay. Because the who they got after that? The Bears are really right. At some point, they got to start playing real teams. Okay. Well, the, right. Vikings the Vikings won 13, 13 games. Three. Nobody believes in the Vikings I do. except why. That's it. <laughs> Who'd you pick to win that game? Bills. Who'd you pick to win that game? I didn't even pick that, <laughs> that sorry game. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Aaron Rodgers will make his real New York debut tonight against Josh, Stefan, and the Bills. Jets fans hoping to see MVP Rodgers, even though he hasn't thrown for over 300 yards in 23 games. <laughs> How long has it been since Mac Jones did it, Wilds? 12 hours. <laughs> wow. Pretty amazing. I was saving that for the old tweet machine. Oh, really? <laughs> later on during the game, maybe in the fourth quarter, when Aaron Rodgers stuck at 181. Uh, what are you expecting tonight, Nick? 
Listen, I think the Bills are going to win. I think the Jets' offensive line is going to prove to be time. What? I call it timeout. Why? A content timeout. Because you're kind of just letting a topic die on the vine, and I need to stop and call a timeout. Okay. You're rooting for the Bills tonight. I feel like we should discuss. It's a major moment in the show. All right, Answer so it's very mafia. funny you wow. say that. You're like, well, because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like, no, dude. I'm a, Chief, I'm a Chiefs fan, obviously. So the only team I really root for is the Chiefs and, of course, the Prince. Uh, but I root for my picks, to be correct. Mm-hmm. And I picked the Bills, and I'm saying the Bills now. And I texted my dear buddy Brent Hanks from Poker Goes, a diehard Bills fan, and I said, I'm going to experience something I've never experienced tonight. Watching Josh Allen while rooting for him. I don't know what it's like. It's going to be a – but I will He's say great. this, Brew. Brew, this is what I'll say. Whoever wins tonight, if it's impressive, will be anointed as the best team in the conference. Better than the Dolphins? Yeah, because people don't fully believe in the Dolphins. Right. The Chiefs lost. The Bengals got their teeth kicked in. The, 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 nobody wants right. to acknowledge Baltimore the Jags. Baltimore didn't look phenomenal. Baltimore didn't look right. good. I didn't think they looked great at all. Right. Whoever wins tonight, if it's an impressive victory, right. people will say is the is the AFC favorite. That's, I got the Bills. Happen. You're obviously picking. You your might be surprised. Jets. I am picking the Jets tonight. We're not. Surprised. And you guys know through what's around the. the I, I pick the Bills. I like the Bills too. Yeah. I, I would like, I like to see them. the Bills do some damage. But anyway. Uh, I've said throughout the preseason the Jets are going to split their first two games, which is Buffalo and Dallas. Dallas is really looking tough. Oh, so now. (laughs) That's looking like that's going to be a tough one to win. So I'm going, I think they win tonight. Nick, if they lose tonight, then you got to beat Dallas. If you don't win that, that's New England obviously is just going to be a tough game. Yeah. Then you got the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they better win tonight or it could be ugly in a hurry. You got the Bills by a lot? I've got the Bills by 12. 12. The only thing 12. I'm worried about, I wonder if Josh is trying to force feed Stefan. Like early in all. That's what I'm saying. Play, a lot of play your game. Play your game. Speak is up next. We'll see you here tomorrow at 3 o'clock. It was just an excellent show.